0: remember the opening tag
1: hello and welcome to plenty of fish in the stream a podcast about romantic comedies on streaming services i am your host eliza jarvie
0: i am your other host jake jarvie and you nailed that <laughs> thank you today we are discussing the perfect date which you can find on netflix it's another netflix original
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: uh what did you think
1: i really enjoyed it
0: <laughs> me too podcast over
1: <laughs> the
0: end thanks for tuning in
1: <laughs> um i think it hasn't been quite as strong as some of the netflix originals but i it's a solid showing
0: yeah so let's get into the synopsis right? synopsis we have a young man played by the guy that we saw in to all the boys i've loved before mm-hmm.
1: i don't know i don't know the actor's name but noah his name is noah and he played peter in to all the boys i've loved before and he plays brooks in this
0: his name is noah Centineo, Centineo.
1: Pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just, you can bet on it. (laughs) You can bet on it. The odds are in your favor. Yep. So he, he's, I like him a lot. Yeah, he's great. This is another odd example of where we have, actually, it's not that odd. I feel like it should happen less, but it's another male, like, lead Mm -hmm. in a romantic comedy, teen romantic
1: comedy. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to talk about his acting for a second. Okay, he's got a lot of naturalism. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, he's got a good amount of charisma.
0: He's a cutie pie. He's
1: a total cutie pie. Yeah, yeah, but he's not like a, a straight down the middle of the road cutie pie, which sure. is it works even better for me. Sure, I like slightly on one side of the aisle or another. I don't know. I'm going with this metaphor. I don't know what. I don't know. Just, what, don't know.
0: just dig in. <laughs> just, just gotta sure. dig that, sure. dig that bunker yeah. and defend it.
1: <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Good-looking so, kid.
0: Yeah, well, okay, so he's kind of like uh Jake Ryan from 16 Candles, but like more Italian.
1: Okay. Yeah, but like see Jake Ryan's like too pretty for me. Like, yeah. And whereas Noah's like not quite pretty. He's attractive, but he's not pretty. Okay. All right. Jake Ryan's pretty. Is he? Yes.
0: Oh, I kind of find them on the same level, but again, Internet We're going to back get, me up here. We're going to get into a little bit of the back and forths of like who finds who attractive and what. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he is a young man who desper- doesn't matter.
1: Our tastes don't need to be the same. It's true. Yeah.
0: He is a young man who desperately wants to go to Yale mm-hmm. uh, and is very uh, like obsessed with the idea of what people want him to be. Mm -hmm. you know which is perfect for the concept of this movie the perfect date because he decides that well it happens because he works in a sub shop called Sub Sub but it's like a sub sandwich and a submarine that's what oh was it
1: a submarine
0: yeah that's what their logo was it was like a submarine so it's a sub sub
1: I was not paying attention to the branding of the sub shop so I
0: I pieced it together in the (laughs) final scene oh nice nice (laughs) nice yeah so um, (laughs) oh spoiler alert (gasps) There's a final scene at the sub shop. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Why mm, I even watch this thing?
1: Yeah. Now I know what happens.
0: So, there's, so he is working at the sub shop and this rich D-bag by the name of like...
1: Reese. Oh, nice. He's not rich. His mom just... Right. <laughs> <laughs> How spoilers do we get? I do, I, is that a spoiler? I, well so it's we're like still, a, we're it's still It's like a C plot spoiler. It is a C
0: plot spoiler, but it's like a revelation moment for like him and like who people are versus who they say they are or That's who they true. seem to be. That's true. Anyway, um we so this is the spoiler free synopsis. Right. Or, do we do that on movied or do we do that here too? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Wait,
1: you have more than one podcast where you talk (gasps) about movies? I'm so sorry.
0: (laughs) Shut guilty. So he's working at the sub shop, Sub Sub, where Reese comes in and is like, I got to take my cousin to this dance. I got to take my cousin to this dance. I get money, but oh, man, I'd rather be with my girlfriend. And so uh, our main character by the name of Brooks, Brooks, yes, he's like. Uh, I'll do it for that money and to take your fancy car out.
1: BMW i8?
0: Yeah, nice. Nicely done. You're a real car guy.
1: <laughs> I, I really wanted a BMW when I was 16. And i But i8? I wanted a Z3.
0: Yeah, Z3s were the way to go. Yeah. Anyway, um, so he then takes that idea and has his very techie smart friend who also works at Sub Sub. Murph. Murph make murphy make a no it's just
1: murph is it it's never murphy
0: oh i'm sorry i just saw robocop and his name's murphy yeah (laughs) so um
1: but that's not the guy who works at sub sub who's friends with brooks
0: no but if he was robocop at the sub shop man (laughs) crossover i would not eat there okay it's very terrifying all right invite inviting lots of violence yeah anyway (laughs) um so he's like well this should be an app and you can choose who you want to date And I'll be that guy like and so he starts doing that thing. But he also takes Reese's cousin to the prom and she's like kind of snarky and cool Mm -hmm. and like wears like boots and a leather jacket over like a formal dress, just like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, not the series. Although Mm -hmm. maybe they do it in the series.
1: Mm, A couple of times. Anyway,
0: she's like final act Buffy, Christy Swanson, Mm -hmm. not Current Twitter Christy Swanson, who's a total Trump publican. Oh boy. I know. Ouch. Ugh. That one stakes me right in the heart. Oh. Bringing it back. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so the funny thing is, he and what's her name? You're so good at these names. Celia? Yeah, Celia. Awesome. So Brooks and Celia, like.
1: The only one I'm not sure about is Veronica because we kept calling her Veronica, but I'm pretty sure her name she's is? Veronica on Riverdale. Sure, sure. Shelby? Yeah, Shelby. Nicely done. Wasn't sure on that one. You are killing
0: it, girl. I always just uh, identify them by... I never memorize character names. Yeah. Ever. Like, I always called Brooks... The guy from To All the Boys I've Loved Before. <laughs> I always called Veronica, Veronica, Shelby, Veronica, from because she was in Riverdale.
1: I wrote it down oh. just so that we would be able to talk about it. Well, I always called also, Celia because I'm always telling you characters' names from the other room when you're doing movie with Craig too. <laughs> That's
0: true. You are a character. You're a character name generator. Yeah. Except from the actual movies we're talking about. Yeah. Um, and I kept calling Celia, um. Baby Rose Byrne slash Emma Roberts, Mm -hmm. because she's got those qualities.
1: Yeah, she does.
0: Um, Anyway, so he is doing this app thing all the while pretending to date Celia so that she can attract the attention of a, like, pretentious hipster boy Mm -hmm. and still trying to also attract the attentions of Shelby slash Veronica from Riverdale. Mm Mm-hmm and that's kind of the story. And the funny thing about this romantic comedy is like when you introduce the unlikely couple, right? Which yeah. is the usual modus operandi of the romantic comedy. You're like, "Oh yeah, I can see how this is going to go." Over the first few scenes with these guys together, I almost felt like I just wanted them to be really good buddies.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Alex Strange love style. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They had a little bit of of that chemistry. Yeah, uh, as well as you know the other type.
0: For sure, and I like this. This what Netflix is doing with teen romantic comedies right now is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I really wish that uh, we had been doing this podcast when we watched the one with Joey King. Joey King, kissing booth, kissing booth.
1: I think that we can re-watch movies to do this podcast, but I've been getting some pushback from my co-host. It's not... Uh,
0: no, I, it's not that I don't want to watch them for the podcast. It's that when we sit down to do this, I feel like watching a new movie. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's not about the podcast of well, it.
1: Well, and that's kind of what's been like... That's that's what kind of created our pause too, right? Like, I stopped being in a rom-com mood for a little while. Mm. And anyways, now we're back. Here we are.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep, I, I like what they're doing, what Netflix is doing with these teen romantic comedies in, in so much as, like, they, they're hitting the beats right, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, best friend who's also a worthy contender for the affections of the lead. Like, in this case, it wasn't the best friend character. But, like, there was also best friend tensions. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking mostly about Kissing Booth right now because we just started talking about that. Mm-hmm. And, and the whole, she wasn't even, like romantically interested in the brother and he wasn't... But it was about the friendship of that. Save it for when we do an episode on the kissing booth. Sure, sure. I just really enjoyed that movie. It was
1: really good. And you know what? I think that's one of the reasons why this movie actually, while it's good, doesn't work as well as some of the other movies for me because I kept comparing it to other Netflix originals and, like, finding it not first place. Sure. In all of the comparisons. But can you
0: identify why? Like... What about it, like, makes it lacking in some of these departments? Because it, for me, it, it hits... Okay. Like, when you sit down to a Netflix teen romantic comedy now versus, like, some of the more holiday-oriented ones that we find around Christmas time or, mm-hmm. like, just the cheaper... I would call them the Hallmark or the ABC Family uh, type yeah. romantic comedies. They're The Netflix ones... I think the difference for me is the dialogue. Yeah. The dialogue is so much better.
1: The di- and the dialogue was definitely on point here. And there's a couple of quotes that I actually would love to like go and find and pull out. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, don't try and define her. It'll ruin your, your early your 40s. 40s. <laughs> Yeah, It's yeah. like a, a really fantastic line for when me. When he goes to
0: first pick up Celia, Celia's dad, who's fantastic the whole movie. Like yeah. every scene he shows up and he's like, I'm just going to give it my all. Yeah. Like he's at the door and he tells brooks don't try to define her it'll ruin your early 40s
1: (laughs) it was really good and actually speaking of bit characters who kind of like really came in swinging the guy from yale too was just like i'm just gonna inhabit this yeah oh sure yeah Yeah. he was just like he took real joy i'm here i'm gonna be here yeah i'm gonna do this i'm gonna
0: be here yeah
1: (laughs) that's an inside joke with us in the movie guys yeah (laughs) Um, i I don't know
0: if you watched it yet but it's pretty good (laughs) (laughs) um
1: i got off my point what was my point
0: lines dialogue
1: uh yeah so i guess the the thing that is a couple of elements felt a little bit pat or a little bit flat to me um
0: like what are you comparing it to? Because are you comp- are you still comparing it to the ABC Family Hallmark style? No. Yeah, yeah. No,
1: I'm comparing it to the other Netflix originals. Okay. Like our quirky girl here, she she kind of she came into her own actually at the most I think in their fight, okay. um, is where she really came to fruition. Before that, it felt a little bit.
0: I found that moment to be a little surprising, actually. Yeah. Like I don't know why he would have dipped into their honest conversations to draw for that moment it's true i feel like he we either should have seen a little lead up as to why he wanted to do that and some reason to draw her out
1: or something Mm -hmm.
0: but it it felt like it honestly it felt like a betrayal which is maybe what it was just supposed to feel like
1: yeah well that's yeah that's totally what it was um so that's where she really came into her own but we've seen a couple of other like um kind of quirky girls who just felt a little bit more like fully fleshed out um i'm thinking of alex uh, strange love and um the one where they're debate partners
0: yeah yeah i don't remember what it's called either
1: yeah like those t- two girls felt a little bit more fully formed earlier sure and throughout the movie than she did and then um
0: well, so she is doing a couple things. She's the rich girl who doesn't particularly care for her wealth mm-hmm. and is the quirky individual at the same time. And I I understand how you think maybe she came into her own a little bit during the fight, but I truly believe that character came alive every time she danced.
1: <laughs> she did, yes.
0: <laughs> like, every time she got on the dance floor, uh, her moves were supposed to be, like, bad dancing. Yeah. And... The actress, whose name I'm also not super familiar with, Laura Moreno. Yeah. Or Morano. I bet it's Moreno. Laura Moreno. She embraced those moments to, like, do some really wacky dances, but not, like, goofy wacky, but, like, genuinely strange dances that i found to be dances i'm going to replicate on dance floors you know (laughs) like that's the kind of dancing that makes dancing fun
1: yeah absolutely so when they
0: say she's a bad dancer i say she is an actively engaged dancer having a good time
1: yeah yeah absolutely
0: she was like doing a cross between like the floss and like (laughs) the like the indian thing where you do the hands
1: yeah I don't know that I know. I'm try, now, You've said the floss and I was like, how many dance moves can I put a name to? And all I've got is the worm. I know I know more than that, but that's the only one that comes to mind. Do you know right what now.
0: I mean when I say the floss? I think so. Yeah, it's the one that the kid with the backpack did with Katy Perry. On, and now everybody does it. It's like where you, you do your hips and then your hands go to one side of the hips and they come around to the other side and your arms look like they're swinging like crazy metronomes. <laughs>
1: Oh, no. <laughs> yes, yes. 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 I was just really appreciating your your word wizardry.
0: I am a wordsmith. Yeah, that's true. I just had a really good time with it. Yeah, I felt like a lot of the pieces were earned. I felt like it was kind of a interesting update to kind of like a risky business scenario. Mm hmm. That's why I thought when he was going to go into the college admissions office...
1: Of course. Of course it's got a good risky business. Uh, dope is a better update for that.
0: Oh, my God. Yes. No. Dope is the perfect risky business update, except there's less romance in it. I'm fine with it. Well, yes. No. but I
1: think Dope might actually be a better movie than Risky Business.
0: Yes. No, that is... Well, okay. So, like... Okay, here's the thing. Dope is more complex mm-hmm. than Risky Business because it's a modern movie. Yeah. And it's paced for modern audiences. Sure. Risky Business was the perfect '80s early 80s movie. Sure. About, you know, a high school pimp, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. And pimps don't commit suicide. No. Sorry, that's a Southland Tales reference. This is not a... Uh...
1: You need to spell it out for them.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Um,
1: Surely, anybody who's listened to you enough to listen to this podcast has caught your Southland Tales thing by now, right?
0: I don't know. I, I don't know that they've watched it
1: well who needs to watch it if they've got you to tell them all of the beautiful things about it right everybody needs to watch it
0: i don't think that's true i don't think it's true either no but i i need I to watch it again to save face. yeah risky business so that's why i thought when he when brooks goes to the yale interview here i thought mm-hmm. he was gonna like tell him about the app yeah and that was gonna be like an interesting enough individual unique kind of thing Because in Risky Business, that totally works. I mean, they were definitely
1: setting us up for that.
0: Mm -hmm. But it makes more sense what they do here.
1: It does. And actually, I really appreciate the fact that, like, on the other side of that, Celia, like, is mad at him, which is understandable. But also then, like, they have that conversation about the ways that we lie to the world depending on the scenario, Mm -hmm. right? And she ends up being like, okay, so there's... I am a hypocrite. There's All right, more so to ho- this. Hold up.
0: So we're in full on like kind of like plot point territory here and we're just going to do it. We're okay. just going to like talk about these things because some people I listen to a lot of podcasts about movies where I don't watch the movie. I just want to hear people talk about the movie. Mm-hmm. So heads up here. When he goes into the dean's office on the Yale interview, what we learn is that he did a little bit of pre-gaming research on the dean's interests and pretends to be super into beekeeping. Mm-hmm. And that works great. Mm hmm. Uh, So Celia then is upset that he, again, has
1: faked his way into a situation.
0: Which is exactly what he's been doing with the app. He'll Mm -hmm. he'll never let his true self out. He's always going to be this, like, uh, guy from what he perceives as the wrong side of the tracks, or at least the no money side of the tracks, Yeah, Uh, like, pretending to be something he's not Mm -hmm. to gain the approval of the whatever's.
1: See, and I, I guess one of the other things, too, is I kind of wish they'd gone into that more. They really gave... Uh, they gave us enough to work with, like the mom leaving and like how it created an empty void, but I, I there was so much more potential there mm. for like a little bit more emotional depth or a lot more emotional de- depth, depending on the movie. Sure. Um, and I felt like I wanted a little bit more. Sure. Okay. Truly, truly... I would say overall, I give this movie like B plus A minus. We're not. This is go watch this movie, guys. Yeah, I'm cutting to the end. I I will come back to this, but I just am saying now that um, I I did enjoy this movie. I I'm just felt that it had a little bit more potential than it used.
0: Sure. Well, I I think it may. Uh, I really enjoyed the aspect of. So when you get around the like, central plot of a thing, right, the hook of a thing, mm-hmm. I really appreciate it when they will explore avenues of it that I didn't think of but that add a lot of value to the story. Fair point. And in this case, like, yes, exactly what we saw in the trailer, I'm going to go to a rodeo, I'm going to dress as a cowboy, I'm going to go to the tennis, I'll put on the headband and like be the super like competitive athletic guy, mm-hmm. all those things. But then he a girl hires him to basically dry run a date so Mm -hmm. that she feels comfortable in talking points and he gives her actual good advice. Yeah. Like she tries to actually pretend to be someone she's not. And he's like, no, you should be who you are. Talk about what you're interested in and then you'll find someone who shares your interests kind of thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it came kind of suddenly. So I, I would have liked just a little bit more lead up to it, but He had a a date that was set up by a girl for her grandma Mm -hmm. to just have someone to walk with the way she used to walk with her husband before Mm -hmm. he died. And so she and Brooks have this walk and kind of talk about finding the one. Mm -hmm. And that's a date you never would have seen coming from this trailer. Yeah. You know, it's it's exploring every potential avenue of a concept. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. The concept makes sense why it's a dude doing this, but again, they keep me a little bit at arm's length. Like romantic comedies with dudes as the leads, yeah, I'm more interested when the girl, when a, the lead is a girl. Hmm. It, unless Richard Curtis is doing it, and it's Four weddings or it's Notting Hill or it's one of those. Like then I'm like in.
1: I'm wondering. I'm wondering why, and I, and I feel like it has to do with the way that the emotional landscape of the main character is delved in. I don't know that that's true, but that's my initial instinct.
0: I just think dudes are less
1: interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Unless Richard Curtis is telling you about them. So then that becomes the outlier. But so then that's the one that I want to look at to be like, I want to shake that, you know, snow globe and be like, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why this one?
0: Right. I think it just Richard Curtis is just such a good writer. It does not make a difference Mm -hmm. to me. Like, and so Love Actually, oh my God. Like, are all of the Love Actually stories from the male perspective? There's like... Laura Linney's is not. Okay, we've got Laura Linney. We've got Mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Oh, Kieran Knightley.
1: No, I really think we're coming at that from the other perspective. They're showing... For the
0: most part, but you... They're presenting
1: her as the main character, but we are inside the head of the dude.
0: Yeah, dude... Dude McDude, dude McDude from other things.
1: Yeah, Walking Dead. Walking Dead. That's yeah. what he is. Dude McDude from Walking Dead.
0: I like it. The uh-huh. Walking Dude. Um, he, he he he. Like but he's she, the one
1: whose 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 emotions we have access to. But
0: she has seen power, so like she has the ability to start and carry scenes. Like we see her put the tape in.
1: It's true, but. She, but uh,
0: so that's a shared storyline. Laura Linney's is her hers. own.
1: Yes. Emma Thompson shared. Emma Thompson shared she, but she a, is an actual yes. lead character. She is for a lead sure. character.
0: Okay, good, good. I'm glad we're kind of like busting this up a little bit. I was gonna <laughs> yeah. be like, Come on, Richard Curtis. There's like friggin' nine or ten stories in that thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess no, no, the Colin the Colin Firth one. Is she doesn't really have any. No, agency. she doesn't.
1: But the secretary of the not uh, Alan Rickman. No, no, no. Um, Hire uh, Hugh Grant's like secretary. Oh, yes, she's
0: she's a lead character she's a lead as well. Character yeah, as we well. see stuff from her perspective. Yeah, a little bit. That she's, story starts from her perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Welcome to the Richard Curtis hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tucked inside of this uh, episode of The Perfect Date. Um, yeah, no, I had a really good time with this. I, I think I liked our I think I liked Celia more than you too. I
1: um, yeah, I liked her. I just, it, by comparison. Okay. Again,
0: just comparing to the other Netflix yeah. leads. Sure.
1: Okay. So let's see. Um, there's a little bit of the like wealth class war going on That's here. That's always good. I was good. thinking about that. was a good move. In the movie too, because I feel I, there was a really direct comparison to Lady Bird, which... Somebody in this was also in Lady Bird. But it's, it's Celia. Bird. It Celia was, was in Lady Celia? Bird. Yeah, that's what, okay. you, that's what you told me. Um, maybe that's why it had me thinking about it. But there's this, this class warfare thing where, like, the kid who perceives themselves as, well, who's socioeconomically less advantaged um, will kind of put on a facade uh, for the richer kid in order to, like, fit in with them. And then the richer kid calls them out for, like, for lying, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's something in there that makes me pissy at the rich characters and I haven't quite sorted it out yet. (laughs) So
0: that's something that's going on inside yourself that we still need to like unearth a little bit. Well,
1: I feel like I, I guess I feel like it's it's really hypocritical. For oh, Veronica, did yeah, the, Veronica, Veronica did it. Oh, Veronica did it. Veronica did it to Brooks. Yeah. And she's like, Yeah, I am too good for you, not because I'm rich, but because you lied. And it's like, he, he like barely lied to you. Get, calm down. The only
0: consequential in wh- way in which he lied was that Celia said that he was from a rich part of town yeah that was it and he never rebuked it. well and then there's the lie of omission by not saying oh by the way i also started an app where i am a dating service
1: okay I, yeah. And again, if like if, if people not... are not far enough into a relationship, I don't think everything needs to be divulged up front before you start a first date. Yeah, this so... was their
0: first date. Yeah. This was their first date.
1: Um, so again, and I think that there's something, I don't know, there's something naive about these rich characters being like, you lied, so you suck. Right. That's all.
0: It's also um, disingenuously... Implying that uh, rich people are interested in the truth.
1: hey Heyo! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry. Yeah. A little take on our modern situation.
1: Sure. 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 <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah.
0: Catch or throw back.
1: Oh, catch or throw back. Yeah. I'd catch. Catch. This yeah. is an
0: absolute catch. Yeah. This is a. This is a catch. This movie's a catch.
1: Catch this movie.
0: Do not throw it back.
1: Catch this on Netflix now.
0: Yeah. And it'll be there for a while because it's a Netflix original.
1: Yeah. And what was the other one where they're setting up their bosses? So good.
0: Oh, Set It Up. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. So good. We watched that one a while ago. Yeah. But we just watched the other one from, we didn't watch it on streaming, so it doesn't count for the podcast, but we watched uh, Isn't It Romantic? Yeah. And that's by the same writer.
1: As, oh. Set uh, It Up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right.
0: So that's why it's also kind of, but that one's on, Set It Up is on Netflix. This is Romantic. Isn't It Romantic is not yet on Netflix.
1: I was listening to a podcast with that person. Yes,
0: she was on Unspooled. Yeah. There we go. Thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you for joining us.
0: And we will see you again on...
1: Somewhere down the stream. (laughs) 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 Plenty of fish in the stream.